This podcast is made possible by NoCD. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient OCD therapy. NoCD therapists are trained in exposure and response prevention, otherwise known as ERP therapy, which is the gold standard treatment for OCD. With NoCD, you can do virtual, live, face-to-face video sessions with one of their licensed, specialty-trained therapists, and they accept most major insurance plans. To find out more about NoCD, visit NoCD.com to book a free 15-minute call. We're hot. We're fun. We're crying. But we're trying. We've got books. We've got books. Also, we're sad. Sad girls who read. Allegra got a Game Boy. Oh my gosh, they have Mary-Kate and Ashley. That's incredible. I wasn't a Mary-Kate and Ashley girl, though. I was like a weirdo. I like love Tetris and Mario on my Wait, you know what? I actually don't think I played Mary-Kate and Ashley. I think I'm thinking of my Sweet 16. I have no idea what that is either. Oh my gosh. Do you hear how nostalgic this sounds? I literally can't hear anything. That's like freaking me out. I'm like, am I hearing things? Okay, well, never mind. What's it sound like? Like sing the tune. It sounds like it's like the boink boink. It's like the Mario brothers when you like it's that, uh, ding, you know. Ding, ding. Yes. Uh, I don't know how to oh B is return. Let's look for my sweet 16. And then I swear to God I'll stop. It's just so exciting. What encouraged you to get a Game Boy? Um, I've been seeing this all over TikTok and I really have been wanting to play Pokemon. You, are you know what's so embarrassing though? Funny. The doorman was like I, I came down earlier and I said, oh, my God, I think my Game Boy was delivered. And he's like, oh, no, I don't think so. Not yet. So then it finally gets delivered and he goes, you're going to have a busy day today. I'm like, sir, I do have a job, I swear. You're <laughs> like, like, yeah, this is this is a big moment for me. Sarah. Wait, I don't see Lizzie McGuire. How do I get Lizzie? It said it came with all the games. How does that even happen? Yeah, Pokemon Party. Uh, let's look at Mario. Peace to Mario. Okay, no Mario. I think you can download games too, is the thing. So it doesn't have like the old one where you like put the thing in the back. No, like. no, 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 no. This is like all. Ooh. I'm like crazy. I, why do I feel like Keith wants one of these? Oh, definitely. He would love that. I had a Switch during the pandemic me and it, it got me through. I played Animal Crossing 24 7. Everyone like, was playing Animal Crossing. Everyone. Did you play it? Oh, of course I did. I don't oh think God. I got like super far. Oh, I was weirdly obsessed. Like, it's all I did for a good six months. That's wild. It was soothing. Oh, my gosh. They have so many Pokemons. I just love Tetris on my Game Boy. They have the fire red version. Do you remember that? I wasn't a Pokemon girl. What? I played the red version so much. It's crazy. It's crazy. There's a Pikachu in my left-hand corner. Okay, I have to get off this. We have work to do. All right, sad girls. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, sad girls. Was this a good or bad purchase? Do you think that I'm going to be playing this all the time? I think you'll be, like, obsessed with it, and then you'll just never use it again like most things I do. Yeah, I think that you might be right. I think that you might be right. But I can make money on tiktok shop with this yes and i think that this is something that could make me a lot of money you have to have five thousand followers to be on the thing Mm -hmm. i need to do that i'm like working on my tiktok y'all it's freaking hard out there 
It really is. And you never know what's going to go viral. I was That's hoping my annoying. fucking duet with Dom was going to go viral and it didn't. I'm like, Did it? cool. No, I got like a thousand views. That's a lot for me. My memes go like my memes pop off, but like I can't figure out. It's so weird. Like some people like lip say, you know what? I, they like oh yeah words that and it looks so stupid, but they get like thousands of likes i'm like what am i doing yeah no it's like a whole thing that you have to figure out for sure oh my god it's like a whole other freaking of tiktok i think gypsy rose is on tiktok oh Oh my god so allegra and i got like fascinated and we sidetracked off of a book into the gypsy the gypsy rose what is it called confessions from confessions from prison and it's six episodes you have to buy it unless you have like spectrum which I don't. Who has Spectrum? Um, I'm just going to be honest. You have it? No, who does? Oh, I was like, oh my God. Well, I actually, think adults. <laughs> funny story. I wanted to watch like a Bravo show like two weeks ago at night and I was drunk and I accidentally bought no, no. Spectrum. Like I just wanted to watch one show and I woke up in the morning with a $150 charge and I was like, what did you and call immediately i called and they were like it looks like someone downloaded this app at three in the morning and i was like i don't know her you said sir i was asleep I okay said, that wasn't i didn't give her my permission because like drunk yeah. aaron like i didn't tell her she could do that so he's like oh it's okay you haven't added 24 hours i can cancel it and i was like thank you because i did not mean to do that that's scary it is scary we watched the first three episodes before I watched, I had like I was really scared. You know, when you yes. have an idea like you're gonna be scared of something before you even watch yes. it. I feel like both of us did that. We and it is scary and it it's is it's really scary. I also had opinions, I guess I should say, or rather judgments, if I'm being perfectly honest. About who? I think, and I wanna ask you this question too, yeah. about I guess the murder, my two thoughts prior well, to going wait, into this. I watched but, three episodes and they haven't gotten to the murder yet. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, okay. in general, we all know about yeah, the murder. Yeah, so I yeah. think before I watched any of this, my two initial thoughts were, why is she an overnight celebrity? Like, why are mm. we glorifying? I guess murder is kind of what I was thinking. Although I was very, I was very aware that I didn't know much about the story besides Munchausen's. So wait, question Munchausen's like, you can have it for yourself too. So you have it where you fake it. Yes. And then by proxy is for someone else. And do they cover that in like in therapy school? So that's a really great question. Um, Let me pull out my DSM. We do cover it briefly, but it's not. What does DSM stand for? Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, 5th edition. So this is what we use to help us with diagnoses. They have, uh-huh. you know, criteria for every single diagnosis. Um, um, so let's find Munchausen's. I was watching something and it said Gypsy Rose was the first person diagnosed with Munchausen's by proxy to kill the perpetrator. Like, she's the first case. I deadass cannot find it. Let me Google this. Oh, fictitious disorder. Okay. Imposed on another person. So it's basically the same. It's just named differently. So I will read off all the criteria. Do you ever get headaches in one of your eyes? Oh, yeah. I have one right now. Asking for reassurance about a health anxiety obsession? No, not at all. I just like, I actually have a headache in my eye. (laughs) My health 
or yeah, my health OCD is not amazing. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to out myself and ask you if this is what I have this thing about glass. I'm like scared glass is going to get in things. Oh yeah. I've had that thought before. No, I have it a lot. And I shattered a glass while cooking, but it was like, I shattered it over here. The food was way over there. And I was convinced the glass bounced into the food. I had like a, like I was upset about it. I need to work on that. Yeah. Did you see the glass go in the food? No, but I read online that it could bounce. I mean, possibly, but also people swallow glass like all the time now. That's what I didn't know that. I thought like if you swallow a little bit of glass, your insides bleed out. I talked about that in therapy. People with pica swallow like plates that they eat. Yeah. You've never seen that? I'm upset. Okay. Tell me what my Okay. So it's called fictitious disorder. So imposed on self or imposed on another. Mm-hmm. Previously fictitious disorder by proxy. So falsification of physical or psychological signs or symptoms or induction of injury or disease in another associated Mm -hmm. with identified deception. The individual presents another individual victim to others as ill, impaired, or injured. The deceptive Mm -hmm. behavior is evident even in the absence of obvious external rewards. The behavior is not better explained by another mental disorder, such as delusional disorder or another psychotic disorder. And what's interesting is I've heard Gypsy say in interviews, she thinks that her mother had delusions and I think schizophrenia. Mm. I don't necessarily know that I believe that. It seems more, like you said, it seems deceptive. Yeah, it's manipulative. It seems manipulative. I don't think it was necessarily, you know. It's crazy how they broke it down and they said that it usually stems from an actual issue that the child has like a, a small issue like her eye that she could have just gotten but then she latched onto that and made it worse and worse because she yeah. saw the attention she got from something small mm-hmm. and then also she was a sick kid you've got to think about how that impacted she's like oh this is how i get attention i would like to know i don't know a lot about the psychology of it i want to know about what makes a person have munchausen's You know, I want to know if there's something biological or genetic. I want to know if it's mostly environmental. But if she was a sick kid and got attention, and that's the only way she got attention, she had a heart murmur. Wouldn't she learn, like, oh, this is the only way to get people to pay attention to me, to love me? And then she passed that on. Perhaps. There has to be something else going on, though, right? Because I think that a lot of people – here's the thing. A lot of people are sick as kids and don't develop Munchausen. So Mm -hmm. I want to know what – makes a person yeah what what is is the psychology of that is it like a something is wrong with like your brain like what how do we explain it like right that's what i want to know and onset is usually in early adulthood often Mm -hmm. after hospitalization for a medical condition or a mental disorder when Mm -hmm. imposed on another the disorder may begin after hospitalization of the individual's child or other dependent so that's what you're speaking to in regard to yeah. the eye problem. It there made was... me so sad. Like, I know. And then you know how you were saying like Gypsy or we were saying that she like looks a little bit different. We didn't – I didn't know if that was from the poison her mom was giving her. They said that they she went in and told the doctor she was drooling, which is a symptom of 
muscular dystrophy, I think. Some kind of muscle. Yeah. So they were like, oh, this makes sense. She is drooling. She's showing a symptom because Gypsy said her mom would squirt aura gel on her mouth to numb her mouth and make her drool. Like that is That's the, the work that went into like thinking about all that is crazy. And what then you- not only did she do that, but then she had her salivary glands taken out. And that's, and that's why, why she has teeth. so many teeth issues because you need to salivate. I know. And then her teeth, her dentures didn't fit in prison and they couldn't give her a new, like, that's just, she's hor- like, horrible. yeah. And obviously I, you know, I have not been able to get new dentures because well, I'm in prison. <laughs> she's so calm, cool and collected. I'm like team gypsy. I really am. I know. Like, no, I so am too. I want to get back to my second thing because yes. I, I want to like totally clear this up. My second yes. thing was, is it okay to murder someone who's done this to you? I don't know. I kept feeling for some reason, not empathy, but I think, you know, do we all stab people who have done something to us? But I wasn't, I knew hardly anything about this. I knew hardly anything. And I think that before people say anything about this, they need to watch the documentary and they really need to understand everything because after watching it, I am a hundred percent team gypsy. It seems like there was no way out. And her mom violently emotionally physically harmed her her entire Mm -hmm. like chaining her to the bed and having her have these surgeries that she didn't even need after that it's like what other gypsy tried to run away she got chained to the bed what other option do you have she said she felt happy when she got to prison because she felt free that made me like that was so sad that was so so unbelievably sad and the thing is i was also thinking well, why wouldn't you go to the police or why mm-hmm. wouldn't you X, Y, and Z? But I think that her mom was so manipulative that mm-hmm. people wouldn't have believed her. But also she was explaining like like an abuse victim or like a captor, you end up falling in love with that person. So well, you that's feel exactly scared. it. And when you're a kid, her brain wasn't fully formed. Mm-hmm. A, I think there were so many developmental delays because of the abuse that she went through and the trauma, but then also your brain isn't fully formed as a teenager. Like we've all done Mm. things as teenagers that we would never do now because we just didn't have the brain capacity to think it Mm. through. So Mm. how can you blame her even for murder at that age, given all that she's been through, given the fact that she wasn't. Yeah. She didn't murder though. Didn't she have the boy? No, she had someone else. She was, I mean, she was second degree murder. Yeah. She, I guess the second degree murder was you, asked someone or you had someone do this Mm. for you well if you felt like you had no way out i mean like god what is she supposed to do she yeah she was a prisoner in her own home This podcast is made possible by NoCD. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient OCD therapy. NoCD therapists are trained in exposure and response prevention, otherwise known as ERP therapy, which is the gold standard treatment for OCD. With NoCD, you can do virtual, live, face-to-face video sessions with one of their licensed, specialty-trained therapists, and they accept most major insurance plans. To find out more about NoCD, visit NoCD.com to book a free 15-minute call. Do you think the doctors fucked up? How did this pass multiple doctors? I just, I'm having a little bit of trouble getting on board with that. The early 90s 
yikes. <laughs> like, that's like, yeah. It, uh, some of those doctors clearly like fucked up. Really badly. Like horribly, like the first two. But then the last one, I felt like he tried. But then Gypsy's saying she doesn't remember him ever doing any of that. And I'm like, I mean, they ha- they're covering their asses. Like, See, that was kind of what I was thinking too. Although I do, I will say, I believe the one... Because I don't think that you can make up calling social services. And Gypsy said she remembered it as well. So I believe him. Yeah. I do think that he tried that one time. Yeah. But if I were Gypsy, I would feel so let down by those doctors. Mm -hmm. And how are you getting leukemia treatment when you don't even have leukemia? That's what really fucks with me. And she's like, well, she had it. And like back in the day, records were medical uh, records were like paper. So like if she's you like, don't have the record, I then it's them. Like I guess it was easier before it technology must so to fabricate easier. that. And her going and changing the birth certificate, I'm like, holy shit! The birth certificate, and then also any kind of surgery. I can't imagine me just going to the doctor and saying, "I want to get my salivary glands removed." They'd be like, "The fuck!" There has to be some kind of test to see if she has muscular dystrophy, or I don't know. I feel like she was failed in so many different ways. And, like, when she would go to the doctor, and it's hard because she's a minor, so her mom's in there with her, and her mom's, like, telling her, like, don't move your leg, like, don't have a reflex, and if she doesn't have a reflex or can't stand up, then they do need to do surgery, but her mom's, like, controlling her the whole time. It just feels Wait, like... you're right. That, I, that just reminded me, don't move your leg, because if she moves her leg, then she's clearly not paralyzed. Yeah. go. Her mom had to go out of the room, and then she did stand up, and that's when the doctor was like, oh, fuck, this is bad. That's so wild. It's it's one of the craziest things I've ever And then seen. I'm sorry, the father. How do you just believe that your kid has cancer without I'm sorry, I blame the father as well. I don't think that the father yeah. I, I don't think that he abused or but I think that it almost feels neglectful to me. You just take like your kids in a wheelchair having mm. surgery, apparently has cancer is going on all these Make-A-Wish Foundation things, and you don't think to ask any more questions. I wonder if he didn't ask questions or if the mom was so controlling and she didn't let him around. Because I feel like the mom was... Like, the mom didn't let anyone near her. It was creepy. D-D. D-D. I don't know. I just... I think... And maybe that's my bias because I wasn't in the situation, but it just seems to me, as the father, how could you not have known or done something? Yeah, he didn't I don't want to like make any generalizations, but like he didn't seem like he didn't seem like the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, I mean, he just didn't. God bless. He seemed nice. Yeah. I'm going to call it for what it was. Even during the thing, the documentary, he would be like, I mean, yeah, I guess I just I'm, I missed it. Yeah. Like the stakes were so low. I was like, sir, like, OK, Aaron, thank you. That <laughs> is what I'm trying to get to. Like, your kid is in a fucking wheelchair with a shaved head. Their teeth are, like, non-existent. And you're Uh sitting here thinking everything's okay? Yeah. I mean... I will say in Gypsy's defense, the mom made Gypsy believe that the dad was horrendous and didn't love her. So why would Gypsy have trusted? And that's what abusive people do. They make everybody else bad so they can isolate the victim. Speaking of that, there's a dynamic in a family I know very well. Where the manipulator like manipulates one person and makes 
everyone pushes everyone away, even their siblings, even yep. their kids, even yep. anyone. They just push them away, push them away, push them away so that they can't have another voice in the equation. So they are the only voice that the person hears. Yeah. It's when it's done well, it's brilliant and it's scary. It's so scary. It's so scary. And even it's- like, Think about even victims of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. The perpetrators mm-hmm. will do that. So-and-so mm-hmm. will never treat you well. They'll never love you. Why are you friends with them? They're so fucked up. And the whole mm-hmm. tactic is to make that person only dependent on you. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Gypsy's mom did. Gypsy had nobody else but her mother. She and was her mom was cold. like safety and like her survival so when she caught her at the boy's house she didn't have to go home she was 19 but she did because she's like i don't think i can survive without my mom because that's what she told her right and when you're a kid you just don't want to believe that your parents are fucked up it's not biologically adaptive it's not from an evolutionary person it's not adaptive to think that your parents are wrong you need your parents you literally need them to survive Mm -hmm. like you're sucking on the tit at two months right like your parents keep you alive it like doesn't compute. No, to think that your own parent who birthed you could be harming you, it doesn't compute. And you don't want to believe it because these are people that you depend on and need to survive. Oh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Like, at, like even if she mentally was starting to realize it, there was something like in her bones that was like, no, like I need her. Like mm-hmm. that's her DNA was like, I must depend on her. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm, there's just so much to talk about. There's so much. There's when so much. She shot her with the BB gun, and the stepmom was like, "Good for her." I laughed so. That hard. was the best line. The stepmom's accent is iconic. It's I want so to do a great. Case study it's on so it because it's like southern. It's a little like northeastern. It's a little. It's so many things put in one. Yeah. And I just like she goes, "I sent her the fifty dollars." I was like, "Sick, Sick. baller." Wait, let's talk about her pain med issue. Oh my god, that. I mean. It makes sense. Pain meds can be highly addictive. Mm -hmm. And then, especially for someone in that case scenario, it allowed her to totally cut off and zone out Mm -hmm. from what was happening. I sympathize with that. I I can't even imagine. And also, it started with her in pain. It started with her going and getting these awful surgeries. She's in pain. She doesn't want to connect with her mom. You know what's sad? That happens for quite a few people. Totally. Where addiction starts after taking a pain pill for something. I would say for they, most people. Yeah, that they actually needed to take the pain pill for. That's why when I broke my sacrum, the doctor was very like, you have depression, you have anxiety. These are highly addictive. You have to be very careful. And I was like, super, super. I only took them when I needed them. But like, yeah. I can I can see how that for, that habit forms. I didn't know that you could access drugs in prison. Did you? Oh, Why you was can this? access anything in prison. Wait, but Allegra, am I just like an ignorant, like little, oh, how? Isn't that supposed to be the one place where you're locked down? Well, I remember from Orange is the New Black. Well, I think there's a whole black market that goes on in prison. You're like, I remember from my time in prison. Yeah, I was, I, so when I was a prisoner. No. <laughs> not not you referencing Orange is the New Black as your fucking, that's well, amazing. I remember, and I just, I know that I've watched so many documentaries of people like in prison, there's a whole black market and people, even the guards make money off of it. You can pay off a guard and say, look the other way, I'm bringing drugs in. And then the guards make money off of it. So, and if you think about it, you can call home, you can say, bring me $50. You can say, bring me, you know, people can smuggle things into you when the guard's not looking, someone could put drugs in your hand, 
there's a whole black market and you can make a lot of money in prison. That's crazy. Aaron's like, I'm quitting my job and I'm actually going to prison. (laughs) But you know what? You can get pregnant in prison. I mean, anything can happen in prison, which is sad. So she was in prison for how long? Eight years. And the thing is, she is, I have got to give it to her. And I hate to admit this. Sometimes she seems more grounded than us. No, she, I was going to say that. She has like this sense of I don't understand. I think because she went through like the worst that could possibly happen. And she said she went to therapy in jail and therapy saved her. Did you hear her say that? That made me so happy. Yeah, these, I'm like these jail therapists. I know. (laughs) It must be good. (laughs) Iconic. Sign me up. But like, (laughs) I'm going to jail for the money and the thing. She like made a decision to work on herself. Not everyone does that. Like she took prison as her time to like revamp her brain and it went well. And she took it really seriously. It shows how grounded she Mm -hmm. is, how much. Like she even has empathy for and misses her mom. I know. And that takes a lot. I know. That actually takes a healthy person yeah. to say there's all this bad, but there's still a little bit of good that I'm holding on to. To be able to see that, the duality of both makes that's that's a healthy when person. When she said that, I was like, damn, you're like, you got a good head on your shoulders. And, yeah, she cried a little bit, and maybe it's just because it had been eight years, but how are you not has you're in prison? Mm-hmm. You went through all that trauma. Your mom is dead. How are you not? She was so regular. I know. I was. Girlie's been doing DBT therapy or something. What's DBT? Dialectical behavioral therapy. DBT helps. It really helps with emo- emotional regulation. Yeah, I need to do that. <laughs> it's often used for people with borderline personality disorder. Oh. Not saying okay. you well, runs in the family. Okay. Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, truly. I'm like, snap, snap, snap. The other thing that I'm shook about is two engagements in prison. Uh, You can get engaged in prison, Erin. What do you mean you can do drugs? Okay, drugs aside, you can get a whole ass ring. That? You can get a damn wedding ring in prison. But poor thing, that's when she was crying the hardest when she got her heart broken. Yeah, that was sad. Okay, but I just have to call a spade a spade. I'm going to say it, and I would like to know your thoughts. What? has to be going on for you to write a prisoner and then marry them without ever meeting them. I'm sorry. Something. I'll tell you. That booty dough. (laughs) Fine as hell. Okay. But do you know what I mean? Yes. It's a little strange. Like there's, there's something not fully right there. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that her husband's not good for her. I don't know a lot about him, but to just write a prisoner and start this relationship with someone you don't even know how did he find her like did he look her up in the like directory he said it was on tiktok i think he said one of his friends was going to ask someone out on a date and he was like if you ask her out all right gypsy and so he started writing gypsy was it like a big story then they were both from louisiana is what i know the south is wild yeah i mean it is the south and there's a tiktok where he goes out of 250 men, you picked me or something. I don't know. And she talks about how good the D is. Did you see that? Living my best life and y'all can't take that from me. And the D is fire. I'm like, oh, girly pop, girly pop, girly pop. 
I mean, I wish them the best for sure. I just am curious about, like, if I'm single, I'm never thinking, let me just write to someone at Rikers yeah. and pray. You know what I mean? Well, I'm really, well, <laughs> Aaron's like, Aaron's like, we got to take matters into our own hands. And this is not even about, I'm not at all saying, because I think I want to backtrack. I'm not saying that people in prison do not deserve love whatsoever. I just mean the process of, like, you quite literally don't. It, it, I feel the same way about someone who meets someone online has like never met them in person and then just decides to marry them. It feels catfishy. To yeah. Me. People get really addicted though, to like the connection without having to actually see the full person. They make up a fantasy of who they think this person is. Well, that's kind of what I'm worried about is do you think this relationship is going to survive with them? How long have they been together? I think a couple months out of prison. I don't know how long in prison. Who knows? I feel like she's a little stunted developmentally. Like, she's still a teenager. Her mom had her dressing like a fucking three-year-old until she was like... When she was yeah. like 21, she was in costume. Babe, yeah. take it off. That was really hard to watch. I went to Cinderella. She was 19, dressing up for Cinderella like she was three. And the mom... Sorry, back to the mom. The mom, like, <laughs> doing all these scams on, like, the houses, like, getting free housing for them going make a wish multiple make times a wish. that scares me so much to think that you could just scam make a wish when there's actually a kid who needs it and also how many wishes are you making a lot babe? Of I wishes. Thought it was one are you I a genie you got a magic lamp honey right i thought it was one yeah, wish i'm like she's going to disney every other fucking month god oh my god and then like her going to the movies and like losing her virginity Oh, that was horrendously oh, tragic. That was, she had already lost her innocence yeah. in every way. Yeah. And then at the hands of the grandpa, who I think is a despicable motherfucker. I hate the grandpa. To to say this four-year-old came on to me is so sick. But it is so fucking sick and twisted. He knows he was wrong. He he was reeking of You could like, see it. Yeah. His leg was, yeah. his foot was shaking. He 100% knew. Ugh, he 100% knew. And he knew he couldn't get away with saying, of course, it didn't happen. Because she said, why would Gypsy just make this up out of the blue? And so then he had to go to, she came on. No. Dude, she's a child. She's, she's a, a four-year-old. Yeah. She didn't just come on to you, babe. And you did this for years. Foul. Yeah, Foul. that was, I mean, so much tragedy, so much darkness. And I'm also, like... She was what seventeen when she met the thirty-six year old that she had that first relationship. I with. thought she was fifteen. Thirty-six. You're thirty-six, and this girl is underage in a wheelchair. <laughs> you know, sounds like a good idea. Men, honestly, though, sometimes I think it could be a hole in the tree. They don't well, give a fuck. Well, he was saying that like he was into BDSM, which is well, that was the next is, one. Oh, because that guy. That was, was the like, next one. The first one that she ran away with was. 36 they met at that convention 36 yeah how do you willingly run away with a what 17 year old like you are literally over twice her age and like she's not even legal no and then we have next boyfriend so chris i think his name I don't was remember their names i don't even remember either but he was the one that actually carried out the murder the one who was into bdsm did it what episode are you on? I'm only I only... I just know this from TikTok. Uh, I know nothing uh -huh. else about. I'm curious to see how it all yeah. played out. But 
he there was something wrong with him. There was something very wrong Did, with him. In the end of the third episode, it's he said he was like a vampire and his vampire self was gonna kill he him. He had a it seemed like there was some kind of maybe multiple personality disorders where he had an alter named Victor, I think it was, and Victor the vampire was gonna kill the mom. I mean, that's mental illness. Yes, that's not great, not ideal. So we left off there and we can't wait to watch the next three and tell you sad girls. Our thoughts and feelings. I'm not watching it before I go to bed. No. That made me sick. I did not sleep yeah, well last night. Yeah, I would never. Night. Not before I go to bed. I did not sleep well last night. What did you dream about? I, it's just odd. I just, I don't know. I just had very, I just felt icky all mm. night. Something about Munchausen's and seeing people have fake illnesses, even just seeing kids with actual cancer, it makes me feel so icky inside. Mm. I just can't. It gave me the heebie-jeebies, and it I, it just was like, yeah, yeah. I can't see that. Yeah, I, I want. But your team, Gypsy, you you're totally like, you think murder was the way? Well, no, murder is never the way. But I feel like in her case, <laughs> it was the only way out. It felt like murder is never the way. Murder is never the way, Allegra. Aaron. Aaron. Amen. And the Lord said, "Amen." All right, sad girls. We love you. Watch the next three episodes, and we'll see you next time. Wow. Bye, Sad Girls. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and subscribe and follow our show. It's the way that we can get the word out about our Sad Girl podcast, and more Sad Girls can find their community. And if you'd like to follow us on other platforms, we're on Instagram at Sad Girls Who Read and TikTok at Sad Girls Good Books. We love you, sad girls.